Friday was quite the eventful day, leading to a bit of a chaotic situation when it comes to uh, COVID-19, mitigations at schools, and what's going on with your school. 217-629-7970. It is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and uh, we got a lot to tackle here uh, when it comes to the COVID-19 temporary restraining order that Sangamon County Circuit Court Judge Raylene Grishow issued late Friday. Uh, we'll take a call here right off the bat uh, just to kind of uh, get a bit of perspective as to what's going on. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Hey, good morning, Bishop. Hey, I was watching the Olympics over the weekend and I saw where the American bobsled team named their sled Biden because nothing has taken America downhill faster. Okay, I don't, I don't know about that, but it's not on topic. Whatever we're talking about, we can, uh, you know, talk about the Olympics at a different time. Uh, but a lot of parents waking up this morning um, with a, a mix of reaction, I would imagine, and uh, even some teachers waking up this morning with a, a mix of reaction as well. Uh, Want to hear from you? Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy is the phone number. Uh, but let's get into this because uh, it was quite eventful. I'll tell you, uh, it started off uh, Friday for me, uh, of course, a week after we anticipated what we thought could be a, uh, a ruling in the case that uh, more than 700 parents brought against the, uh, the, the, the Pritzker administration, statewide education officials, and 145 school districts. Uh, but there was a separate case as well with dozens of staff suing 22 school districts over vaccine or testing mandates. Uh, so this uh, this was again, you know, something we thought was going to come out Friday last, you know, the week before last week, but it didn't come out until late Friday this past week. Uh, but not even knowing it was going to happen, we saw that the governor was going to have a news conference. I reached out to a couple of uh, uh, reporters in the Chicago area that I thought would be there. One of them was. I asked them to convey a question to the governor since he was in Chicago and not in Springfield as to when there's going to be uh, some kind of uh, a decision on uh, the mask mandates. And in particular, are we going to see uh, the mask mandates lifted? And here's what the governor had to say uh, on Friday before the ruling actually came out. Uh, the governor, he, he just wouldn't commit to uh, whether or not to um, actually issue uh, the, the, the call to say we're going to not have masks. Here's the governor. I believe that we Friday. should remove masks as soon as we possibly can. I am constantly listening to the doctors and scientists and encouraging them when can we do this? What's the right time? What's the right way to do it? And so very hopeful we'll be able to make some announcements about that. So that was before the first rulings came out. Now, the first rulings that came out Friday were a little after 1230, and that was the judge denying class certification. Uh, so if you're not familiar with class certification, what ultimately that is, is uh, there was a request to make all students as part of the 145 school districts, which would have been around 900,000 students, all part of this class. Uh, another was to make all the teachers and staff as part of the 22 school districts, all part of a class. Uh, but the judge denied that and said that uh, they'll leave the, the, the window open for uh, another filing in that, but she denied that. So it was the first thing that came out Friday at about 1230. So I quickly you know, put together a story reading through, uh, kind of giving some context of, of what happened there. Uh, but the judge denied class certification in that, uh, saying that it could have been upwards to 900,000 children, uh, and uh, it just was not appropriate at this time. Uh, but then we had the governor uh, asked about masks, and he said that he hopes he can remove the mask mandate, and he's talking with doctors and whatnot. 
uh, but no real indication as to the, the legal consequences here. Uh, but then 530 rolls around and the, go- the, the governor's mask mandate is shot down by the Sangamon County judge. Judge Raylene Grishow, she issued a ruling and blocking schools from enforcing the governor's mask and vaccine mandates, calling it a type of evil. And I want to read this quote to you. Uh, these are parts of the, uh, the, the briefing that she uh, issued the temporary restraining order, a 29-page ruling saying that the arbitrary method as to contract tracing and masking In general, it uh, continues to raise fair questions as to the legality of the executive orders in light of violations of healthy children's substantive due process rights. That term due process, I think, is really important, and uh, hopefully a lot of people do get an education on what due process is all about. You know, for instance, a quick encapsulation could be you're innocent until proven guilty, and that until proven guilty part is the due process part. So you're innocent until proven guilty. People arguing against these mandates say that, you know, ultimately it's the, you can compare it to, you know, you're, you're healthy until proven sick. And that's where the due process comes in is until proven. That's, you've got a, a, a by law, a, a process set out to allow for local health officials to say, yeah, you're, you're a public health threat. Here's the evidence. And a court needs to be able to see that evidence on an individual basis. Uh, so uh, Sangamon County uh, Judge Raylene Grishow, she said, statutory rights have attempted to be bypassed through the issuance of executive orders and emergency rules. This type of evil is exactly what the law was intended to constrain, she wrote. Now, schools impacted by the litigation uh, brought by more than 700 parents and dozens of school staff temporarily restrained, but the judge didn't just temporarily restrain those schools. She also said that the governor's mask mandate is null and void and pointing to uh, uh, several of the executive orders that the governor had issued concerning masks and vaccines. Uh, So uh, the governor, again, uh, he, he... after this ruling came out, he put out a statement ultimately saying that uh, they are going to appeal. Uh, and there was some confusion over the weekend with some school districts trying to get a better sense of what's going to happen with this appeal. Is there going to be a stay on the judge's ruling? Uh, because a stay would mean that uh, the judge's temporary restraining order is not in place. But that stay never came about over the weekend, despite what some school districts were anticipating could happen. That stay May not happen for a couple of weeks. We'll see. But as of today, this morning, Monday, your kids are getting ready to go to school. There's no mask mandate in place. The, 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 the judge in this particular case struck that down as null and void. So um, you've got the Chicago Teachers Union. Uh, they said that its collective bargaining agreement with the mayor in Chicago means its mask mandate's still in place. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, but you have a ton of other districts all across the state that are issuing statements on what's going on here. In Springfield District 186, I requested to have uh, the, um, uh, the, the superintendent on this morning, but uh, instead of getting them on this morning, uh, I got a statement from District 186 that said they're closely following the rapidly evolving situation, which, you know, yeah, it's rapidly evolving in how. Uh, they need some clarity on how that's rapidly evolving because over the weekend, uh, nothing really changed other than an appeal being filed. 
An appeal was not granted, nor was there a stay granted. But District 186 said that the order was issued late Friday and possible additional rulings could come over the weekend. Again, that did not happen. Uh, and as the courts continue to address this case, our focus remains on in-person learning, and we are encouraging everyone, staff and student members, to continue following mitigations. So just encouraging doesn't seem like they're going to be requiring. Uh, but you do have uh, a scramble of other schools all across the, the state today, uh, seeing what ultimately they're going to do. So Sangamon County Circuit Court judge issuing that temporary restraining order, saying that the mask mandate's null and void. You got Chicago doing their thing. And Elgin, the state's second largest school district after Chicago, they sent a message to parents that its union contract also requires masks. Indian Prairie District 204 in Aurora and Naperville also said that it would continue requiring masks. Uh, so they're going to continue to require masks despite the governor's order being ruled null and void. And uh, we'll see what other uh, districts ultimately do uh, here locally. I've got my email inbox uh, just filled up uh, in particular. Uh, apparently, there was some back and forth about Jacksonville. One emailer said, well, our superintendent must got a lot of backlash. We just got this email this evening. My son is so excited to go to school tomorrow without a mask and it went on to talk about uh, this email from the uh, superintendent there in jacksonville understanding the frustration with two years of mask exclusions uh and so on but uh, the board and uh, the superintendent took responsibility to guard the interests of taxpayers and they take that seriously but we acknowledge the note said that ultimately it's the community's district if the community is dominated by members that are willing to take the risks uh, that uh, that needs to be taken into consideration. Given the fact that a ruling might soon clarify the issue, we're not going to ruin years of great parenting, uh, uh, partnering rather with the community during the short window of confusion over this one very divisive and controversial issue. Uh, so we'll see what happens in Jacksonville ultimately. Uh, but you've also got uh, other area school districts that are uh, taking certain steps uh, and uh, not just in our area, but also all across the state, up in McHenry County, uh, school district there says that the, the district's shifting to masks optional. Uh, and you've got uh, the masks optional recommendation being issued in school districts all over, uh, including in District 45, where uh, they talked about making masks um, uh, mandatory versus optional. So a lot of parents, a lot of school districts uh, having to sort through all of this. Uh, and uh, it's 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 something that uh, you even have some uh, teachers on social media I saw this morning uh, talking about how, you know, they're they're very uncomfortable going to school. I mean, listen, and one thing that that's clear about this is the judge said you can have masks, but you have to give due process. And that due process in law, we'll hear about this when we talk with attorney Tom DeVore coming up uh, just after 730 due process by law that's in state law. And the state law has not changed. Executive orders can't change state law. And state law essentially says that if you want to use a divisive quarantine against somebody, either by saying you have to stay home, by saying you have to get vaccinated or tested, by saying that you have to wear a mask as a medical device to slow the spread, you have to get a quarantine order from the health department, and they have to prove it after 48 hours to the courts. That's if the parent or an individual does not comply with the request for quarantine. So that's uh, that that due process rights that's spelled out in state law. Uh, so you'll hear a lot more about that. And I think that uh, that's an important aspect of all of this. You can still have masks. You just have to go through the process and the due process.
of actually having the state prove that somebody is a public health threat. So um, this, of course, will uh, be something we continue to monitor. Um, We'll get a lot of your phone calls, of course, after 8 o'clock. But coming up after 730, we'll talk with Attorney Thomas DeVore about this. Uh, We'll take one last call here before the break or a couple of calls. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Good morning. Um, I work in a school, so I'm going to be very interested to see what today and the next couple days is like. Um, But I think for people who are very, very concerned, I think it's important to remember that a lot of places in the country and in the world have had optional masks all year. We're one of of about a dozen states that has a mask requirement for schools. And so, I mean, I wish, honestly, I was mentally prepared to wear masks the rest of the year. So it is what it is. But I don't think it's this complete, I'm just not panicking. And I don't think anybody should either. Are you going to wear your mask? Uh, It might be a personal question. I don't know, but. uh, I don't mind mind your asking. I probably will, but um, yeah, I probably will. But if, but I but I keep my distance, and if I mean I feel safe, I would feel safe without it too. But just for those kids who still feel obligated sure. to, I work with little ones, and I want them to think that I want them to feel bad. So I'm not doing it for scientific reasons, more for emotional reasons. Sure, sure. So, yeah, and, um, and and you got to understand. I mean, you you've been in the thick of it all this time, either remote or going back in person. Uh, we yeah. got to think about the kids in all of this too. Uh, oh, it's been it's been a traumatic experience. Um, there are some kids, especially younger kids, who who don't know anything but masks in school. Right, right. Uh, and so I don't want them to feel awkward if they if their parents like you have to, you have to, you have to. I I don't know. In solidarity with them, I probably will. But again, it's not for science reasons. It's just more for emotional reasons. Appreciate the call. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how all this plays out. It is the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, A little bit after 730 this morning, we will talk with attorney Thomas DeVore, so stay tuned for that here on WMAY.